Welcome to the Proper Villains Podcast, where every two weeks, this mother-daughter duo brings you mysteries, thrillers, and more. Welcome back to another episode of Proper Villains. This is your host, Robin Englehart Bagley. And this is Caitlin Bagley. And with us for the first time in 2022, our Proper Villains pup, Bones. She made it in the room this time, so she is in here snoring away. So apologies if you hear it. Or if you like the light background noise. Yes, the light <laughs> noise. So, but we're back today with uh, another mini-sode about Elizabeth Holmes, because we said we'd be back when we had a verdict. And the verdict is in, and I'm actually surprised. It's unusual. You know, she was faced 11 counts. Yes. And she was uh, found guilty. So she was found guilty on January 3rd. And she was found guilty on four counts, acquitted on three counts, and they reached no verdict on another three counts. So still, it's kind of weird. She got convicted and she got acquitted and a mistrial. Yeah. So it's, it's all, it's very complex. So she was convicted on three counts of wire fraud and one count of conspiracy uh, to you know, commit wire fraud. It was for defunding investors or defrauding investors, excuse me. She was acquitted on three charges of defrauding patients. They did not convict her on any patient charges. That's bull. Because that's really, those people that we've talked about before, thinking they're miscarrying, thinking their cancer's back, mm -hmm. she did defraud them. And But they didn't have a lot of testimony. I, I think that the defense was fairly successful in limiting what the patients could talk about. They only had just a handful of witnesses that were patients. And they couldn't talk about the emotional turmoil she put them in. Yeah. So which I, I don't agree with. And I think that was a huge reason she didn't get found guilty for them. Yeah. I just, they, they seemed really to struggle with that. Like what, what did she intend? And the judge even sent them back because they said, no, we can't, we can't reach a verdict on these three. And the judge was like, no, you have to try. And finally they just said, nope, we are completely deadlocked on these three charges. So there's no verdict, but she was acquitted on three um, other investor ones. So, so she was convicted on four investor um, charges and acquitted. And I said, convicted on, convicted on four, acquitted on three. Yes. The three that she was acquitted on were early investors. The ones where they say, nope, this was still a legit attempt mm -hmm. to start the company. Yep. They were early and they just said at that point she was still trying. There was no, they couldn't prove intent to defraud on those. It was the later ones that when they knew nothing was working yeah. and when they were lying about all the stuff, like lying about the military and, and handing out the reports that showed pharmaceutical logos. And yep. when she started doing that, those are the investor charges that she got convicted on. Which is funny because that's when like the family that owns Walmart and the DeVosses came in. Yeah. Yep. And they, they didn't get, they, they didn't get any justice there, I guess. So I don't feel too bad about the DeVosses or the Walmart family, but you know, she didn't get, you know, she hasn't been sentenced yet, so we don't really no. know what she's going to get. But... And each of these four charges can carry up to 20 years in prison. Mm -hmm. So that's still quite a bit of time that she's looking at. I don't think she's going to see the inside of a jail. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of debate about whether or not she will. The fact that she was acquitted on three charges, I think, personally, I think that's going to decrease the likelihood of much jail. 
Yeah. I just think that that they're going to say, well, you know, she was acquitted, completely cleared on three. You know, maybe she shouldn't face jail. I'm not sure. And and the jury, I have to give credit. There was a lot of jury drama for a while. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But, you know, we kept losing jurors. But this jury did work really hard. Um, the trial was 15 weeks long. And Elizabeth Holmes was on the stand herself for seven days. Whew. Which is a long time, um, but there were over 30 witnesses. The jury deliberated for 50 total hours. Oh, my gosh. So I would say uh, props to this jury, which, by the way, was eight men and four women, hmm. that they worked really hard. I mean, I have to give them credit. I think they worked really hard to do the best they could. Mm -hmm. So I would like to know the split of on the deadlock mm -hmm. was were all four women on one side? Were they pretty evenly interspersed? Because yeah. I'm I'm curious about not defrauding the patients. I wonder, like, how does that split? Is there any, like, logical lines that you yeah. could come from that? And I haven't seen anything on how how deadlocked they were on that and what, what the counts were. So I'm not, I'm not sure. That would be interesting to know if, if how that panned out and... I haven't read anything about that yet. I haven't seen so, it either. But, you know, it will be interesting to see, you know, if she if she gets anything, uh, if she gets any jail time. I think she it definitely will get a long time of probation. Yeah. Uh, maybe some restitution. Most likely some restitution since she was found, since she was convicted of wire yeah. fraud. Yeah. So it's going to be very interesting to see. And I don't know. They have not scheduled sentencing yet, as far as I know. Not that I've seen. But from what I understand is, you know, now, of course, Sunny Balwani is scheduled to go on trial this year. Yes. And I think she'll be sentenced before he goes to trial. Most likely. Because I think that would be a bit odd for them to... I think that still have her in limbo. Yeah, still have her in limbo. Now we're going to try this guy, and I think it would be good to have you know the sentencing cleared up. Basically, though, I don't think the jury bought um, her abuse allegations. Not from what I've seen. No, you know, it didn't. It didn't really seem like it. That they, I think, maybe they believe them. I don't know. Maybe they thought you know, yes, she was in in some ways being abused, but that. It, this wasn't all on him, that she was the ultimate decision maker. And I think yes. that really happened in uh, the cross-examination. Right. Because also they, a lot of reporters have talked about how she was still boasting mm -hmm. while on trial mm -hmm. about what she was doing. Yeah. And I, from what I understand, that came off really weird after talking about abuse. Uh, she was boasting almost on the same day. Yeah. And I think the, the cross-examination kind of picked apart but no she was she was the final decision maker and i think that she admitted that a number of times she did she said those words yeah so i think that the cross examination really hacked away at her credibility i think she started out when it was just the defense you know and she yep. was talking about everything about herself and her life and what her vision was that all looked pretty good I think the prosecution did a pretty good examine on cross of like proving, well, but you were the ultimate decision maker. And I think that took away some of her credibility, which is why I think she got, you know, convicted at all. So. Right. So I wonder, I don't, I don't expect 
Sonny Balwani to take the stand in his defense. No, I don't think he will. I, I do not think that will happen. So it was a gamble uh, that she did, and I'm not sure it paid off. I don't think it did. I don't so. think it did. It, it may have paid off on the first three, talking about why she started Theranos, mm-hmm. and the acquittal on the charges of the old investors. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it helped her at all in the because she was convicted on the other three. Yep. So I, I think it's one of those things, yeah, maybe this gamble didn't work. And of course, her legal bills are in the millions probably by now. She oh, yeah. she had, you know, lawyers everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I and I don't know what her financial situation is. How she I mean because Theranos was bankrupt. She had no money left after that. So I'm not really sure who's footing the bill for all of this. Maybe her parents. I don't know. Uh, maybe her partner family. I I really don't know. You know who's paying the bills, and I don't know who's going to pay restitution uh, if she's, you know, if that's part of her sentencing. Um, a lot of times, restitution will become if she ever works, they'll garnish her wages. Yeah. They'll put a lien on any property she owns mm-hmm. or her partner owns. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll be something to watch and see how that happens. Yeah. But they're not married. They are not. So, which is was probably smart on his part. Smart on his part that they are not married. So. You know, I don't know that her debt is his debt. Right. So. And I will also be really interested in watching and seeing if these patients privately sue Elizabeth. Yeah. Because they, it was a deadlock. She mm-hmm. was not acquitted or convicted. Mm-hmm. Um. So with that mistrial, I'll be very interested to see if the patients sue her because then they can sue for emotional damage. Yeah. That, that'll be interesting to see now that this, now that the criminal trial is over. The other thing is they, they keep saying it's a wake-up call for Silicon Valley startups. And I'm not – I don't know. I don't know that it is. I don't think it is because she still got away with some of it. Well, and the other thing is I don't know that startup culture has changed that much. Nope. And let's let's be just – you know, and, and obviously we really felt Elizabeth Holmes was guilty because we – you know – all the documentaries and podcasts and books and stuff we've ingested on her. We truly believe she was guilty, but there's a lot of men that have gotten away with a lot in Silicon Valley. Right. And let's not forget that this is a woman who's been convicted. Like the first significant charges in for Silicon Valley startup, you know, it's like, because that's why all of these people were watching it. It's like, mm-hmm. this is the first one to really be tested in court like this. And it's a woman that has been convicted. Yep. And I don't know what the percentage is, but the number of women at the helm of Silicon Valley startups is a fraction of men. Extremely so, low. So it's really that kind of bro culture. So I'm not sure that this was a wake up call because like, well, the first person we're actually going to sentence for criminal charges. Yeah, it's going to be a woman. So it's like, Hmm. All right. I'm not sure that that's really sending a message to all those men in Silicon Valley. No. And so many, but also, I mean, there's monopolies now in Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. Meta owns everything basically that you can have on your phone. Yeah. Um, I mean, they bought out Instagram, the fact that they tried to buy Snapchat. I mean, it's also becoming monopolized. So it's yeah. not really a wake-up call because they're getting bought out before they even have a chance. Yeah, they're just buying them up. Uh, they bought Meta also owns WhatsApp. Right. So, you know, and of course, Google uh, owns everything, everything else. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm I'm not really sure. And also, when Elizabeth Holmes was starting out, she was coming across as 
very, very serious. I mean, she was a very serious person. I mean, we even saw that with the voice. I mean, she Mm -hmm. lowered her voice. She was working very hard to be taken very seriously. And then you have Adam Newman with WeWork, who just acted crazy all the time. Now, granted, he was a startup in New York. True. He sometimes called a Silicon. He moved, you know, they tried getting going in Silicon Valley, but very late in the game. He really wasn't a Silicon Valley startup. He was just a startup, but he was in New York. He was crazy. I mean, he acted wild when he was starting this company and just did these really odd things like tequila shots at 10 o'clock in the morning and just all this crazy behavior of walking around Manhattan with no shoes on and how and That's how you meeting, get a disease meeting meeting investors with like without shoes on shoes on and a speed up on the desk being late for everything always making investors late just being very irresponsible in a lot of in a lot of ways and very erratic and Elizabeth Holmes wouldn't have lasted a year if that was the type of of behavior she had you know and and he got billions more invested now of course he got kicked out Mm -hmm. and of course we work ended up i don't they nearly went under i mean they kicked him out and i think they've salvaged some of it but it's not what it was people lost millions and millions of dollars with them but there's like well there was no fraud right they just kept throwing money at him and he just needed to you know get up on stage and talk about we work and we live and and this is a community and and we're all you know we're all so happy together and we're going to change the world and blah 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 and and people took him seriously and and enabled him by continuing to invest in him she could not do she there was no way she could have been crazy like that and raised this kind of money no so i'm just like yeah i don't i don't really think this is the wake up call that everyone thought it would be going to be i think people are still willing to follow these charismatic people and just throw money at them because they're greedy. Agreed. So. But I digress. <laughs> so anyway, tirade um, over. Yes, tirade over. But uh, she she was found guilty, and we're gonna wait for sentencing and see whether or not she does any jail time. So, so we will be back when that happens. Um, but until then, this is kind of the end of the minisodes. We have no. Jury controversy to talk no. about. We have no more testimony to talk about, but we will be back with her verdict and our stance on yes. that. Yep, when that, whenever that happens. And so for now, uh, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It does help other people find us, helps us grow our audience. And please, you know, if you're enjoying it, please recommend it to someone. Send an episode to someone and help us find new people. Take a screenshot, put it on your Instagram story. Our, you know, our book is very nice to look on your Instagram story. Yes. Yeah, yes. We, we can also debate if that's wine or if it's blood. <laughs> Depends on the day. Depends on the day. So, and yes, and our Instagram is Proper Villains Books, as well as our Facebook, Proper Villains Books. And you can email us at propervillainsbooks at gmail.com. We'll be back for our normally, normally scheduled programming. Thank you for listening. <laughs>